messing with you, B. What's up? What's cracking, everybody? I want to thank y'all for tuning in to this, the It's Game Time podcast. I got a special, special guest rocking with your boy today. Um, it's going to be Mr. DJ E, DJ E Hill up in his piece. You know what I mean? He out here dropping some music knowledge on me. He just dropped the new Free Nationals. I don't know if y'all own this cat, but this group. Uh, but uh, it's, uh, you said it's Anderson Pack's group, right? Yeah, Anderson Oh uh, yeah, I said pack. My bad, pack. My bad. Don't don't you know? But <laughs> it's all good. but for the most part, yeah. Like I just want to say, y'all need to get on this free nationals, y'all. But um, I kind of want to just say thank you so much because my brother came from the from the you know the the uh, west side of Michigan, <laughs> Muskegon. Even though I'm from there, he took that road and it's been bad outside. So I just want to say thank you for rolling through for your boy and coming through and dropping through for your boy. So I appreciate you. I really do. Dog, I appreciate you having me. <laughs> I was so excited when you told me you wanted me on the podcast. I wouldn't let nothing stop me from being over there. You know, all I wanted to know was you were like the whiteout. <laughs> Listen, man, like it was, it was, it was bad, bro. Like when I hit him up earlier, it was, it was bad. Like that's one thing I was worried. I was worried about him being in a ditch. Like, bro, yeah, I'm, I'm in Fruit Ridge. Come yeah, get uh, me. Well, uh, at home, the sun is shining. Sun is out. It was uh. All our, all our blinds was open and everything. I'm looking, when you said it's bad outside, I'm looking outside like, uh, no, it's not. It ain't that bad, bro. It ain't that bad. I'm, no, it's not. So I'm just saying, I'm just because I care about you. So um, just tell everybody who, you know, obviously don't know nothing about you or what you do. Just uh, kind of give them, uh, well, I did introduce you as DJ E. Hill, but that ain't your, you know, your, your real government. Your people didn't give you that when you came out the womb. So. <laughs> How about you introduce yourself to the listeners? All right. Um, my name, Eric Hilger. I am, yes, I am a son of a preacher. I'm a son of a pastor. And <laughs> Ooh, a they said about and them? Nep- Bro. And the nephew of a pastor, too. Oh, yeah, and I'm the little brother of, of a preacher. <laughs> and the nephew you know, you know, this of man a is, deacon. You know, this man is mannish. <laughs> <laughs> this man is mannish. Look, <laughs> look. Wait, 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 wait. How many kids you got? 25? <laughs> <laughs> Only two. Only two that I know about. Right. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> okay. That's a, you might as well say shit. I'm about to get beat up when I get home. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, first things first, man. Uh, I, I kind of want to kind of touch on a little bit. Uh, so... DJ, so DJ, you know, so what got you into DJing? My love for music, it goes way back. I'm, I was born in one of them. I was born in a year where, check this out, where there was still eight tracks, mm-hmm. trans, you know, and still record players. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The big old Curtis Mathis. You ever, you ever, you ever heard of Curtis Mathis? Yes, I did. Okay, big yes, old Curtis Mathis. I ain't so, that young, man. Come I was on, just give me some credit, bro. I was like, just saying. <laughs> Usually when I hear Curtis, you hear Curtis Matthews, unless you're older, you know, the young cat's like, what, you know, right? what is that? But, uh, you know, it, it came from my pops having, you know, the, the music playing, you know, every Saturday or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I got so hypnotized to it as a kid. I'm talking about like three years old. My um, my mom would have had to put a chair in front of the record player. Because I would sit there and I would just watch the record player still. 
I would just watch the record. Yes. So you was, so you was kind of born into it. Yeah. You was born into air it. guitar, air guitar, Prince with my pops in the middle of the living room or whatever. See, did y'all hear that Prince? Y'all yeah. heard that Prince? Yeah. Prince. <laughs> but like like that's that's very important. That ain't nobody playing no artificial. Like <laughs> people don't understand how important Prince was to the culture. Prince was that guy. Let me tell you something about Prince, man. You can say what you want to say. Okay, the butt out jeans and everything of that nature. You can say the high heel boots. You look. I'm gonna tell you like this, young generation. Y'all can say how suspect Prince was, but I tell you one thing: you would not do. You would not leave your woman with him for 15 minutes. Okay? You would not leave your woman with him for 15 minutes. <laughs> that is facts. Man, that man had a, his hair was a silky smooth. His whole life, like he didn't come out the womb with that beat. I'm just saying. He couldn't, man. Like, just, his stuff would just. I mean, he was. Like like, like Charlie Murphy said, the dude that dressed most like a bitch. <laughs> got all the women. <laughs> like, but, Straight up. But, uh, but, like I was saying, it just it just came from that from that background. You okay. know, record player music always laying in the house. You know, all sorts of music. Mm-hmm. Uh, by that time, by the time I was born, you know, hip hop was just being introduced. Okay. So it was just in this. It was in this. Baby stage. Okay. So before that is is blues, is is uh, R and B, gospel. That was playing in my household at the time. And then you know when when uh, hip hop came in, when when Houdini, uh, my daddy was a big Houdini fan. Freaks come out at night. He loved that track. Hey, but hey, hey, hey. Yeah. Uh, when Houdini, Fat Boys, uh, LL came into the picture. Yeah. You know they. You know my. You know, he was the one that bought us that those albums, or right? So, so kind of your people, your people introduced you to even hip hop, though. Yes, for most part, they introduced yes. you to hip hop. So, all right. Yes. So, I mean, since you went, I, I know this ain't about me right now, <laughs> but uh, I think real talk, my I got introduced to real hip hop for real was, was my dad. It was uh, he kind of gave me pop. It was uh, actually, it's funny you say this. It was actually not. It was ready to die. Okay. Ready to die with big, and it was uh, all eyes on me with pop. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- th- those are two albums that I heard that really at that time I think I was I was born in '86, so all eyes on me came out in '96, and uh, Ready to Die came out in '94. If I'm not mistaken. No, no, re- yeah, yeah. Ready to Die, Ready to die was '94. You're right. '94. So, right. but those are two albums that I heard as much music in between mm-hmm. that it was like they were saying something. Yeah. Like I mean I could be. I was only ten, mm-hmm. like eight, respectively, at that time, and mm-hmm. that's when I'm like, "All right, okay." Like I could heard Juicy, like mm-hmm. Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis, like, I like, broke, man, I couldn't picture it this. <laughs> like, I, I kind of sat back and I'm like, "But it was a reason why my dad wanted me to hear that." Mm-hmm. Now, uh, he, I used to love Busta Rhymes. You know what I mean? I remember, uh, what was it? put your hands on my eyes. Was that his yeah. first real big hit, or was it? I, 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 know first, was with, I know he was with the uh, uh, leaders of the new yeah, school. Yeah, but. Yeah. When he went single, when he went uh solo. Nah, his one his first hit was Wuha. Wuha, I got you all in check. Yeah. So and I was seeing it one day. Mm-hmm. Wuha, got you all in check. And then my dad was like, he ain't saying nothing. Like he kept he like he like what is he saying? Yeah. And I'm like, Wuha, got you all in check. You know. He like yeah. Kyler. He like he like he put words together, which is cold. Yeah. But he's not saying it. What are you getting from the message? That's true. And. It made me kind of view music a little differently. Mm-hmm. And when I heard, like, you know, wonder why they call you bitch. Yeah. For Pac, I'm like, mm-hmm. 
I know what, like, now I know I have a strict viewpoint of what I think a bitch is. Right. It ain't all, it ain't right, you know, call every woman a bee, you know. Yeah. But it's, but that's what my introduction with mm -hmm. hip-hop was. Like, you know, for the most part, for yeah. real, like, that that real essence of hip-hop. Okay, I, I got two introductions to hip-hop. One was, like I said, with my pops, you know, Houdini Street, Somebody Night, you know, uh, Eric B. and Rakim and all that other stuff. Mm -hmm. My my introduc my my other introduction, mm -hmm. Dr. Dre Chronic. Mm. Ninety two, right? Yeah, 92. Dr. Dre Chronic. It, it, it I couldn't appreciate it at the time. I remember it coming bruh. out, but I couldn't appreciate. I remember I couldn't appreciate it. Bruh. So I cause cause before then before then I I it was me listening to hip hop cause I had an older brother, mm -hmm. and my older brother was really into that. You know, really into hip hop. And he, I mean, everything I heard came from him because I was always around him. DJ Quick, uh, NWA, Quick, uh, Quick. When Ice Cube went solo, uh, I mean, it was a bunch of cats I listened to because I was rocking with him. But when he left, my, my brother went to the Navy, and it was me on my own. The first album that really grabbed me was Chronic. Why was it? Why was it the Chronic though? Oh my God, I don't know. When uh, it was different. You had heard I had seen Snoop Dogg uh, with uh, with uh, Deep Cover mm -hmm. or whatever, but mm -hmm. what they was spitting on uh, Chronic was just like first the beats was on the beats was on point, and I liked it the uh, the individual. You know how they every track was different. You know what I'm saying the creativity of everything. You know. Uh, when he came, when Snoop Dogg came in, bow wow wow, yippee yo, yippee yay, doggy dogs in the motherfucker. Ah. Tell me that was smooth. <laughs> bow wow wow, yippee yo, yippee yay. The sounds of a dog brings me to another day. Come Ooh. on, <laughs> come on, girl. Hey, hey, listen, that's, that wasn't that's, that wasn't you weren't hearing that type of you weren't hearing that type of skill, lyricism, everything like that in '92. And I think that's something that that's understated, and I think Snoop does not get enough credit. He doesn't. I, I, I think he Snoop does. does not. I watched the Gladys Malone interview, mm -hmm. um, and uh, I don't know if uh, you've seen about like the Tupac, like Tupac deserved to die. He had the video, a song. He was mm. talking about it on The Breakfast Club. He was like, he had a song that Tupac deserved to die, and it was a night that he got killed, no shot, and uh, I think Vegas. I heard some about And everybody that. was mad at him, and uh, I, I never listened to it, but you know, sometimes I like watching interviews and seeing mm -hmm. how people, and for the most part, it was pretty, it was, it, it was interesting mm -hmm. for his take. He basically was like how Snoop was Snoop. And then basically, Pac didn't turn into Pac until he went to death row, like in a sense. Not that he wasn't influential, influential mm -hmm. once his person, but Pac wasn't Pac when he, he was. Uh, and, then, and then he broke it down to a T. And I thought about Snoop. I thought about, like you said, that like, I thought about um, dog, Doggy Style. Mm -hmm. I thought about, Everything that Snoop went, every time Snoop dropped, it was like Snoop dropped. Man, and then to, this, yeah. to this day, I never forget when, when Doggy Style dropped. That's when back when uh, Believe in Music mm -hmm. was popping off. Mm -hmm. Do you know that, that it was music? A, that's old school, yeah. bro. That's Did you old know school. It was a midnight release for that. No. Yes, it was, was a waiting. midnight they release. They was waiting for that. Yeah. Like, they explain, explain to the people what a midnight release means, because I don't Which, think they understand the. The importance of they that. dropped Snoop uh, Doggy Style at twelve midnight. Mm -hmm. They had actual record stores around the nation. I know Believe in Music one. I can't. I don't know if Camelot did it back mm -hmm. in the day, but I know definitely uh, 
Snoop, I mean, Doggy Style came out in midnight. Mm-hmm. And, and you talking about not no digital sales or anything like that. You got people that was for CDs and tapes. Outside for Snoop. For Snoop. For what he had to say. Let that, po- like, so I just want y'all to know if y'all haven't got already the, the, the vibe of this interview so far, so far, this, uh, you know, this, this back and forth. This is some real stuff, though. Like, cause, you know, because a lot of times, and myself, I, I don't know about you, brother, but sometimes I forget about the impact certain people had in, mm-hmm. in certain music. Like, we so quick to call somebody bad, trash, or whatever, and we just don't, like, you don't like their new stuff. Mm-hmm. But that don't mean that they haven't right. had that midnight release. Mm-hmm. I haven't, I promise you, I, I don't. A midnight release for a CD yeah. is crazy to me. Be, yeah. But I tells you how different things was not only accessibility, mm-hmm. what they was talking about, and obviously you had something to say, right? Because you know, uh, and another thing too is, um, it, it's just one of those things. So hip man, I tell you, hip hop is one of those things. And and one thing I don't know, have you you know who Billy English is? Have you seen that? Have, have you saw that that girl? I've seen her. I haven't listened to any of her music yet. Okay, uh, you see what she said though, right? It was oh my god, I'm uh, some about. The uh, rappers being, they don't, what they don't say was actually in their rhymes or something like they don't do was actually in their rhymes, something like that. Yeah, something to that to that state. Yes, y'all not as correct, mm-hmm. and it's it's one of those things of even to that sense. Like hip hop made it so anybody can comment on it, and I think as bad as that is, that's that's a wonderful thing, right. because if, if if you don't know it, you're not mm-hmm. even talking about it. Right. But for you to feel like you have to do it now, somebody mm-hmm. could have put a microphone in your face and said whatever what you think. Mm-hmm. But I think that's pretty dope in the growth of yes. the music. Yeah, I, I just, I just, yeah, I can look at it. I don't agree with what she, whatever. I mean, I yeah. agree somewhat, but I mean, I don't care about your opinion. Like, yes. I, I care about. Yeah, it's another, it's a trillion other look, opinions I care about before yours. But look, it's dope. It's, it's all in, it's, it's entertainment. Mm-hmm. Of course, most of the stuff they saying in they rhymes, they not, they're not doing. Mm-hmm. Of course not. Uh, most you, you think uh. Most of the rock people, people in rock do the stuff they saying. All of it. And, you know what I'm saying? Ozzy Osbourne been ahead off of that beat. Oh, yeah. I know that. Yeah, that I mean, was factual. Crazy. Like, I mean, that was factual. factual. That, 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 I mean, that, that was that factual. He's one, of the, he's one of the few. Yeah, he's one of the few. I don't know, man. Yeah, but, but I most of, most of them, Most of them rock cats, man, they, what I'm saying is most of them rock cats, uh, they, 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 they play this aggressive music or whatever. Mm-hmm. But if you see them off stage... Or outside the studio? Geared towards a cat. They're chill. Chill. They're chill. Probably they're respectful. The Probably they're, the heroin. You know, they, they deal with heroin. But yeah, you know what but, I'm but, but they're respectful. <laughs> they're not They're not as aggressive. Oh, when they all, when they all off camera or something like that. They they nice dudes. You know, gentlemen, fans of that nature. Tatted up to hell. Scattered a mess out of you. But I think like, that, gentle as a cat. But I think that, <laughs> I think real talk, like, we have that issue, though, too. Like, because we got to keep an image, though. Like think about it. I mean, I'm, I'm going to play devil's advocate right. a little bit because okay. if if you think somebody's super hard, they gotta be super hard all the time. And I'm not saying we know they don't. Mm-hmm. Like when I say we, we we're 30 plus, mm-hmm. so we know people are. It's a lot of CB4. I don't know if y'all seen CB4. Yeah. It's a lot of cats that do CB4, mm-hmm. like like CB4, like MC Gusto's out here. But I, I just think like sometimes that's what get us in trouble a lot. When we got to try to keep it real, and it's like, who we trying to keep it real for? Like, if you came from something, and you so mm-hmm. like Jay. Jay ain't got to sell dope no more. How he look like got to sell dope because he did it back in the past. Right. Just to appease me. 
But some people, with not knowing they have Jay Z influence or movement power to move people, will probably go like, "I gotta sell this dope to feel accepted." I feel like that's what Meek kind of put himself in until he got out of it. Yeah, I feel like Meek didn't know the power he had until somebody like Jay got yeah. to him was like, "Bro, stop." Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you mean more than what you're doing. He's not the only one. In, in that's Piggy, just an example. I think. That's not, but but Piggy and back, uh, that was the thing with Pop. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's why people nowadays like a Jay, somebody catch a grip of them and be like, "Yo, you ain't got to do this because of what happened to Pop." Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. like 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 whoever you told you when 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 Pop got to death row, it unleashed a different monster out of him. And that was that, that that gangster side or whatever. And he felt like, you know, he, you know, what what other reason do you give for him being in the middle of the, uh, of a casino hotel stomping out some random dude? You get what I'm saying? That's that's image or whatever. So that's why that's why Jay grabbed Meek because Meek, you too, you too successful, you too influential, you too talented of a person to be getting caught up in little petty crime stuff. You know what I'm saying? Bike, you know, riding your bike. I know you like riding your bikes, but you know it's illegal. Riding through the hood, getting, you know, and you still on probation. Bruh, think. Mm-hmm. Think. That wasn't the only person. T.I. Mm-hmm. You remember what happened to T.I., don't you? Guns. T.I. At that time, T.I. T.I. got lost. like seven felons. He was fucking up. Yeah. But T.I. was fucking up bad. T.I. lost. Did you know T.I. lost a major endorsement with GM? Oh, yeah, when he had his, uh, when he had that top back. Yeah. The top back came out, and I remember Dale Earnhardt was driving the top. Yeah, I remember that, y'all. Yeah, he lost the major because he of got because of the gun, right? Because he couldn't keep it real goes wrong, right? So that's the thing we that's the thing that you know people need to get over. I remember uh, some I remember people got mad at Jeezy. Jeezy was uh, on some island. He was sitting there with his little beach shorts on, singing candy or whatever. And it was like this is what gangsters do. I'm like. That gangster's damn near 40. What are you supposed to be doing around this age? He's a successful, he's a successful entertainer. He got his own company. What is he supposed to do? He's supposed to still wear that down as a dicky suit? He can't enjoy his life. Can't enjoy his life, man. But that's that's us, bro. I'm telling you, that's us. And I think, I was telling my homegirl the other day, she was saying this, like she was going through and she was looking at Facebook and she used to get mad and mad and mad at Facebook. And she was like, these girls out here, like, because she was asking me because, you know, I work for the state. Yeah. So, uh, I was, and they were like, y'all don't take kids for this, y'all don't take kids for that, y'all need to take kids. And I'm like, why would you take kids just because a mom don't know how to be a mom, in a sense. Like, mm-hmm. she doesn't know how to talk. Like, I can't take a kid out of home because mom ain't got the tools. Mm-hmm. I say we try to give them the tools, right. but again, hopefully they got the tools before they came to parents. But in retrospect, I said, so she looking at it, she getting madder and madder and madder. She scroll her face, she's like, look, she going live every second saying, get them MF this, MF that, little Nick. I said, but I said, she was like, I did that when I was a kid, but I ain't. I said, you did that when you were a kid. I sure. So I said, you see yourself in her. Mm-hmm. And you'd be like, I got here now. Why can't she be me? But that ain't that. You mm-hmm. got to let her blaze her own path. That's true. I said, if you let her blaze her own path, you'll be fine. Then you don't have as much. You don't have to say as much. Right. You don't have to do as much because you understand everybody got their own. Uh, their own road to cross or whatever, their own cross to bear. So I guess right. that, and that's what I kind of just sat back and, and I just kind of looked at it in this totality in a sense like you see yourself in that. Right. That's why you mad. That's why mm-hmm. you upset. You see yourself and you upset and like, but your problem is since you the big homie now or mm-hmm. you've been there, if you, I like they your Facebook friends. So yeah. you got to, you accepted them. 
Yeah, but some people some, talk to say, some people don't see themselves in it. That's why it could be another way where she don't she didn't see herself as her. Probably into that conversation with and, me. And you know she only see this. But if you if you had a video and you taped her, you taped her and showed her, this was you. Look at you. This was you. And look at where you came from. You know, then you look at stuff different. Because if I was on the Fact. same stuff that, I was on 10 years ago. Perspective, bro. I mean, gr- perspective. I mean, granted, granted, I'm not, the, I wasn't a super, I was never, I've never been a thug. Mm-hmm. But I can still say if I was on the same stuff I was on 10 years ago, mm-hmm. bro, that's not. That's not. That's not wavy. That's not. That's not growth. Right. You know what I'm saying? And and that's the thing. Like I, I think that a lot of people don't really understand that they can't look at themselves in the mirror. Like they can't look at themselves in the mirror. And that's that's unfortunate. That's scary to me, in a sense, because these people have children. They have power. They have influence. Mm-hmm. They have a lot of these things that they don't even know. And like people like me, like I'm. I can be the person to say I, I could not stand me. Like I could not stand me. Like I still can't as a person but but I still kinda I understand kind of who he is more as a person. Yeah. So I don't get upset with him mm-hmm. when I see certain things. Like the thing I don't know if you saw him get into it with Nikki the other day online. Yeah. Like like but I'm like, <laughs> dude, like that's your old chick. Y'all was wiped up kissing and hugging. Mm-hmm. One of y'all got an album y'all dropping. Then Nikki come out with a song. Right. Like, dude, one of y'all trying to promote I ain't stupid, but don't throw away your integrity, whatever you earn, for that very reason. Right. And that's what a lot of things I think people don't understand, they power and influence. And, I, I saw the Nicki and Meek thing. I just I just took it as bitter exes. You know what I'm saying? Bitter exes, you know, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, that stuff. You know, Meek's still a work in progress. He's still, you know, he's still. Right. So, you know, sometimes you fall, you know, it's human. We fall into that pit or, I mean, that, that, that discussion or, or that incident or whatever. It happens. You know, as long as there wasn't no punches flown, no bloodshed, anything of that nature, mm-hmm. build a bridge and get over it. Build a motherfucking bridge and get over it. Yeah. Get I, I, I was never really a Meek fan either. My thing with Meek is that I was like, man, nigga, you yell too much. Yeah. You, he got you a lot of aggression. Yell too goddamn much. And I'm like, bruh, it wasn't until this last album, Championship. I hate that album. You hate that album? I hate that album. That was the first Meek album. I like, well, Dream Chasers won. Dream Chasers won and Championships won. Nah, new, the, new uh, two I like. That's the only one I bang. I, and the only I reason I bang that because he was going to jail. That's when he went to jail, right? Mm-hmm. Before he went to jail. But um, he, Meek was, I, I ain't going into my diatribe about Meek. I don't want to do that. But I feel like he yelled, but I feel like it's certain people that's just genuinely them. Mm-hmm. And I feel like in certain pockets, when you get the, like, that's them. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, uh, uh, was that Dreams and Nightmares, that song? Mm-hmm. And he got a song on uh, 1942 Flow, or 1942 Flows. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that's Genuine Meek. Yeah. And Tony Tony Story, I think, that's the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, I think, like, I think that's Genuine Meek. I can okay. bang with that. But the whole album didn't play like that, though. And Championship? No, 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 no. Oh. Not, not cha- Championships is more like a, a grown album. That's what, that, I guess that's why it touched me. Like, but I heard enough of me to know, mm-hmm. like, this ain't you, nigga. Well, like, 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 that's how I feel. I feel like that. That, that it could be. But, but you know, look just, what he, I mean, you got you got to think of what he had just came out of. You know what led to, you know, championship. You know, you know what it related. It, it, it 
reminded me of. It's, it's victory. And, and I'm gonna say it rem, reminded me of when I say this, okay? People, remind me. I ain't saying this exactly like it. Remind me. Tupac all eyes on me. I'm not no, no, Tupac me against the world. Okay. Well, um, me against the I'm about to listen. I'm about to let you go. I'm about to let you. I'm, okay, this is why I say. That's why I gave this big disclaimer before Dang, I man, said. Man, I don't, I don't know. If, can you give me another example? That, no, I'm gonna tell you. Biggest world person is my favorite pocket. I'm gonna tell you why. Sometimes a, a major incident or some major happening in your life brings something out of you that wasn't there, that's never mm-hmm. been there. Before Pac made me against the world, you can go back and listen to Strictly for My Nigga. Whack. <laughs> Whack. It was just I get around and pretty much. Tupacalypse now was dope. Tupacalypse now was dope. It was it, it was on the military. Trigger guy. my nigga was a three mic album. Let's be yeah. let's, it was three mic. It was good. It, it was not a two and a half. Two and a half. Two and a half. No man. man his, I, his scraps was worth three, man. His scraps. Okay. His scraps, bro. <laughs> I his scraps. I wasn't really a big, big fan of strictly for my nigga. Dang, man. But, he said, he said but whack. when he came back to <laughs> Like, but another thing, this was another album that when it dropped, you know, I remember people going, you know, leaving school, cutting class, going to believe music and stuff, go grab Yeah, cut, going to uh, Camelot, go grab And when you listen to the content of Me Against the World, he was in a different mindset. He was more deeper, more personal. And that's why I say I... I can relate it to championship. I get you. I get what you're saying. You weren't saying like the 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 album quality was Megan's world. Right. You're saying who what he was going through mm-hmm. kind of brought that out of him, similar to what happened with Pac right. with Megan's wall. Or I give you another one. Ti Paper Trail. You remember when he made uh, King was before that? No, no. Ti versus Cip. I think. Was nah, that? that was. I'm talking about when he was about to go to prison. Yeah. Paper Trail came Oh, out. yeah, yep, yep, yep. And when he made, uh, you remember he made uh, I'm Ready For Whatever? Yeah. And he was talking to me, you know, he was a little, he went a little deeper. Mm-hmm. You know, he was going through an incident, and it bought something, it bought something different out of T.I. than a normal album would. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's why I think about championships. I think that's why I like it that much, because. That's a very good, I'm about to tell you, that's a very, very good, um, I mean, that, that, that's a very good explanation. That's all I can say. It was mm-hmm. a, I didn't I didn't think it was gonna go there. I promise you. I didn't think <laughs> I, I promise you. And and I'm gonna say this, and I say this with the most respect. Like when I say I don't like something, I can listen to something I really. When I say don't like, like for instance, like I like Royce, right? I love Royce. Royce is my favorite artist. You can't tell me nothing about him. Y'all can't. Mm-hmm. But I didn't hear the best Royce albums until Layers and Book of Ryan. Mm-hmm. You couldn't tell me if you listen to Royce that those are better albums. Right. I've heard him spit better. Right. I heard him give. Rap, I heard him have better. Mm-hmm. I heard it, mm-hmm. but I couldn't do that. So it, it's hard for me to sit here and say I love Death Is Certain, one of my favorite albums. Yeah. But I can see like he was in a really dark time in Death Is Certain. Right. All he talked about was negative shit. Right. But when he's talking about layers, he's talking about different shit. He's talking about his side pieces. I mean, I'm not saying that's a good thing. But <laughs> he had a song on there with side pieces, but. He he on the trip with his family. Like yeah. you treat him, but at the same time, you good dude at home. Like you yeah. feel him like, but it's it's a different person, it's a different thing. So I, I can see that, but but personal experiences. Personal experiences man. bring different things out of you. And um but me being a fan, I can't let somebody who heard Royce once or twice be like, Man, this is 
He never spit like this. Like mm-hmm. he didn't spit this content matter. Right. But he spit right. prior though. Right. Like and but so with the meat thing, I can. That's a very good. I promise you, bro. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I I I wouldn't even mm-hmm. now when I listen to it, I probably listen to it differently. Right. I probably listen to it differently mm-hmm. because of I I know where his mind was going when probably I don't know you know but I can right. hear because excuse me it's a couple of songs I like on there like uh the, the song with LMA mm-hmm. uh twenty four seven but yeah. that's that's me that's me myself and I right that's Beyonce me myself yeah yeah and that I was a dope that was a dope track best Beyonce song ever to me with Kate oh but oh whoa to me whoa to me whoa what what's better. Whoa! What's better? Me, listen, listen. What you saying? Bro. I know me, me, myself, me, and, I myself and I is all I got in the end is what I found out. I, you like, know what, like, bro? Like that, that is My, an empowering song. Bro. Yeah, it is. No, got, it, you got it, the dude talking. You know, what I'm saying, no, I love you though. Don't worry it, about it. I'm always here for you. Isn't it? It's like, dude, you lying? Yeah. I got me, and that's the first time I heard Beyonce get on some Alicia Keys shit. Yeah. And when I said Alicia Keys shit, because you know at the time, mm-hmm. you know it was Alicia Keys, Beyonce, Alicia Keys, right. Beyonce, and that's the first time I'm like. Oh shit! I said this is the problem mm-hmm. only because of she came to your realm. Yeah, on a pop album because I was on Dangerously in Love. She came on a pop album and and made it. Damn, you gave me Diary. Mm-hmm. You gave me Diary <laughs> on that. Oh damn, ah. it's just it's bad. But my uh, um, yeah. but we'll argue about this. We do this. No, go ahead. We do this and then we'll go back. My favorite Beyonce album is Love on. I mean, song is Love on Top. That's, that's a happy song. I, that's why I like it, cause it was it that's was a good song. That's a great song. <laughs> that's a great song. That's one of them songs that it feels good. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You feel good. I mean, my ex, yeah, we was drunk as hell, dancing, dancing it, in the circle. I remember it's that a shit. Feel, yeah. it, it's one of those songs that when you hear it, you feel happy, good. You feel good. That, I give you that. Mm. I want to say, I, I would think. To and I, let me take this back. I shouldn't say that. Like that's best good. is a bad term. We mm-hmm. should let, let's not say well, best. Let, let's not no, say best. No, we can say best. Let's not say best. Because it's a personal opinion. Because think so, about because think about this though. I, happy is relative to the person. Yeah. Like I think sad is just as good as being happy. Yeah. But I think it's I sometimes it's like somebody can think best means happy. You know what I mean? When it's not really happy. No. So so I would I would say to me her most impactful song to me for Beyonce to be mm-hmm. was that. No, I mean, I you can say best. You think best is a good time? Yeah, you can say best. Mm-hmm. I mean, we we all different, man. Mm-hmm. We're different. God didn't cre- create, you know, everybody alike. I mean, everybody alike. We're all right, different. Right. So right. every so certain songs touch us in different ways. You said me, song, you said me, myself, and I touched as a as a song of what you say it was, uh, it was like hey, empowerment. Empowerment. Yeah, that shit yeah. was empowering. Yeah. I mean, it is an empowering empowering song. It's telling a woman shit. All you you got to depend on yourself. Yeah, you know, you know what I'm saying. Love you first. You know what I'm saying. You found out through this incident or whatever, through this guy lying to you that I got to I got I only can depend on myself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, and that's yeah. that's fine. That's cool. Then you know me. That's it. I'm love on top because I I I love a feel good song. I love a feel good song. Love on top is one of them cat one of them songs that make the hardest niggas sing. It's just certain songs you play, and I don't care. I don't care how hard you is. I don't care how tough you is. Anything like that. Oh, you gonna bob your head? Oh, you gonna sing a little bit of it? <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Am I 
Am I lying? Nah, bro. It's <laughs> all facts. Not one lie. Damn, bro. That that you just you just touched something right there, bro. <laughs> you just touched this man said love on top, B. Love on motherfucking top. Yeah. But but the fact of the matter is, I think it's it's, it's one of those things that I, I I love that that that's that perspective. It just I just remember the first time I heard it. Like I heard uh Dangerous I'm listening to the album, I'm like, you know, that's that was Beyonce's first solo album. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, she had the song with, Baby boy, you say, oh, my, my, you my fantasy. I'm like, I'm not listening to this Beyonce, bro. I'm tired of this. And then I'm about to turn it off. It's like, oh, my lady, let me feel it out. I'm like, hold on. I'm not a lady, but let me hear what she's talking about. I oh three, I remember hearing it. But then I had to sit, I had to give her a different respect. Cause, mm-hmm. You know, she had a different respect with Destiny Child. And, right. And, but, because, you know, if, you, if I'm not mistaken, um, I think didn't I believe didn't Kelly try to go single before her, before her mm. with Stole because I remember Stole Stole was trash but Sto- but remember that song but you, you remember Ooh. Stole though you yeah. remember that but that song what? was Stole it should have been Stole <laughs> that song was terrible <laughs> that song was terrible trash B oh trash trash B trash B terrible <laughs> oh my God I was like when I heard that song. Like, See, but all right, let's not get off track. It's bad, <laughs> but was it? Damn, I think it was that bad, bro. But um, wait, was that before Dangerously in Love? No, I think it was I think B was first. I think, I think B was B, first. I think B was okay. first because B went, B came out, and then Kelly came out with that, and then I I, I put it to you, Michelle had a better first song than Kelly. Dang man, leave Kelly alone. Unpopular bro. opinion, but. The, the gospel song she had, I heard a word. Can't, you can't say a bad gospel song. Though. She went the easy route, bro. Come on, man. I'm a gospel person. I she went the you, easy route, I can tell you. That don't mean nothing. Mary, Michelle. Mary, Michelle Mary, Mary, out bad songs for years. Hold up. But you got to admit, Michelle Mary, was Mary. the least talented person out of all of them. Yes, they did that on purpose. Yes. They got so, the skinniest girl. The, 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 yeah. No. She was the least talented out of all of them. But I got to admit, she that heard a word was a nice song. You got to give her credit. It was a nice song. And Stole was so, so alright, but yeah, I came with this dude, B. I can't, I came with this this nigga, man. I didn't mean to call him a nigga, man. Damn, man. Like I was trying the whole time, I'm trying not to say the N word, but this dude, man. For real, y'all heard. I, I'm in trying. This nigga said, he said Stole was trash, and he said that with the most. It was y'all see, it was out of his soul. He said trash. It's like. It was a bad song. Yeah, but then she re- but but to get you know not to not to first time you bang got, you, you, you got to hit the first time. Yeah, got to hit the first time. Not to bang on her. She came back hard with uh motivation. Motivation. Motivation was because of Wayne. No, no, no. no if no, Wayne no. wasn't on that track, it wouldn't have went. Away. Okay, but it was still a dope song. Great, but it wasn't by yourself though. That's yeah, the, but it's still her song. Man, and she said some stuff on the hey 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 Kelly hey. Man. That was too hey. late. She had enough time. Hey. That was the Carrie hey. Hilson era. That's why she remind me of. Hey. She remind me of Carrie Hilson. Trying to be Carrie Hilson. Oh man. <laughs> now you just went there. I'm just saying now that's what I but that's down. what I but that's what I took from it. Like that was the polo the dawn era. You know, the nigga dancing with Rich Boy. But I, I liked the song. It was a good song. I ain't yeah. denying it. it. Just Yeah. Well but I'm like you. The first song out is she whiffed badly. Terrible. Trash. Trash B. Trash B. Trash. <laughs> but um, 
Yeah, but uh, damn, man, you let me, you just yeah, we just lost. We just, yeah, we just really we just went over a whole tangent about the whole Destiny Child Loki. <laughs> you know what? You know what? You know what? We, went, we did go to tangent about Destiny you know what? Child. Since we since we on this, then we go we go flip back. Favorite Destiny Child album. Destiny fulfilled. I agree with you, my friend. Destiny catered to you, catered to you, just maybe because my wife did. She freaked me pretty serious at our wedding. Oh, like I mean, it, I, I have a different appreciation oh. catered to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I seen the, I seen the uh, video. That's that's when Kayla, little sibling, Kayla and Ari's sister or brother <laughs> came that night. <laughs> <laughs> but but you know what? See the thing about me and album, it don't be your, it don't be the track, the title track or the track that's on the video. Even though she, I mean, they came out, and they hit three for three on video wise. Uh, Cater to you, a soldier, and what? Lose my breath. All them us hit hard, but you, but but you know what really made Destiny feel dope to me, girl. Girl, let me see. girl, uh, yeah, girl, and, uh, cause my wife would always play the album. She loved Destiny Child, so she played the album, and it was a few tracks on there. When I heard "Girl," that girl cold in the mud. Mm, it's not sticking to me. It's not. I'm. I'm. Huh. I'm gonna. I'm gonna play it. Oh, uh, knife wonder did the beat. Man. Yes. Oh well, I can pretty. Yes. I'm pretty sure that. Yes. If knife. Like knife. Knife did the beat. Oh, it was a beat. I forgot it was a video to that. Man, you know, motherfuckers probably want to make a video for everything, fam. I... Oh yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's all. Yeah. This song, this, I just got some chills right there. <laughs> this song, man. I just got some chills. Yeah, this is a good. I heard some people remix this song. Yeah. That's how I know it's like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that song right there. And also, yeah. One more song though. Uh, I was a couple months ago. I was with uh my man, uh my man Vani. Mm-hmm. Vani, you know his wife Monique. That's cuz. What up, cuz? Yeah. And they be playing. They was playing uh they they playlist. And it's a song on Destiny Fulfilled called Love by them. And that's what I like that that's what I like about albums mostly. Is when your your best song ain't even a video track. Ain't even a video track. Or another another reason you when you uh you like a uh a album is when our same favorite songs is not the same song. Mm-hmm. I like that. You right. know what I'm saying? You can say, you know, this is my favorite track. And I say, this is my favorite track. You go to somebody else and they be like, man, this is my joint right here. That's when you know you made a good album. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And you talking yeah, about empowerment right. songs. Yeah, yeah, I had to. <laughs> you talking about songs that's empowering. Yeah, that's. See, and, mm-hmm. I, and I think that, that that's a, um, to say of a. That's something we don't get enough of anymore. Mm-hmm. We, we don't get enough of uh, music that's that's empowering Hold for on, people. Hold on. No, that wasn't this album. That wasn't this album. That was the other album. Never mind. What? I was finna say Emotions, but I forgot Emotions was yeah, on the other Yeah, yeah. That was on the other album. Yeah. Like, I don't think uh, it's a responsibility, I think, even us right now talking, right? Mm-hmm. We have a responsibility to somebody who probably don't know something about something to educate. Like, you educate Destiny Child. You went on education about numerous other artists. You right. know what I mean? But 
I feel like you have a responsibility as an artist to have a platform that you gotta really kind of get some for some some substance to meet mm-hmm. the bone. So that's one thing, I, and that's why I think with Beyonce, I really started to really like her mm-hmm. when I heard that song. When I say about with her solo, mm-hmm. I, yeah, like because mm-hmm. I didn't think she had it in her. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't think she had it in her to be this big person to still say some real stuff. Mm-hmm. And when she did that, I'm like, okay, Beyonce, I can't, I can't even. Like, I was just mad because she came... You know, my biggest gripe with her at the time was, like, she came out with Bootylicious, and she had a wide booty and not a big booty. <laughs> like, you ain't got a booty. How you come out with Bootylicious? You know, that's petty as hell, right? That's petty, right? <laughs> but... Like, bro, it ain't nothing wrong with it. Like, but... You go back and listen. It was like one time when you, if you had a big butt, it stuck out. Her butt never stuck out like that. I'm not... I thought it was real proportions for her. It's a nice, she has a nice butt though. Yeah. I never said it wasn't. Yeah. It just wasn't a big one. It's the difference between having a nice ass and a big ass. Some can have big, ugly asses too. Okay, okay. But like, but right. th- that was what I'm saying is it's petty. Can I, like, I feel like myself <laughs> saying it's petty. It's very petty. <laughs> petty, petty, petty is petty. For sure. But, <laughs> bro, but when I heard that, I'm like, I don't care how your ass look. You straight. Like, uh-huh. You good with me. Well, I rock, I rock with her. I, I, I've been rocking with her. I respect B as an entertainer. She's not even... See, people... Well, people mess up at... Matter of fact, I think it was JR who had this big old argument about this when he was like comparing Beyonce to like... Erica Badu. Erica Badu. He was tripping. And it's like, He no. was tripping. He and was shout out, shout out, shout out, JR. But Fuck thing, JR for that. You oh! Know, yeah, I said that. No. You know, like, you know I love him, but no. bro, he, he knew... No, wait. I ain't okay. trying to cut you off. Jr. knew what he was doing, man, mm-hmm. and he's he know what he, Jr. knew this doing. I told him like, stop, stop. Like right. you you putting two great artists together for somebody to have to pick. Like, hey, you can like both of them equally. Mm-hmm. You can like both of them. Like, hey, I like her for this. I like that for that. Like, yeah. and I was mad because it ain't like he didn't know. Oh, say the one track I was talking about, the love track. Yeah, he he knows what he was yeah. doing. The That's thing. what pissed me off about with that. But no, nah, when I say fuck, you know what I mean. Like, yeah. I ain't really uh, fuck him. No, nah, the thing was the thing was about Beyonce that I don't I don't put her in them categories is that Beyonce is an entertainer. You know what I'm saying? That's that that's that Mike Prince, that, that realm right there. Well it's not she's not strictly R and B. She's all over the freaking place. She's mostly pop, but she's all over the freaking nah, place. That woman pop. Okay, she's mostly that pop. That woman pop. Yeah, she's like no FS, she's pop. So what I'm saying is, is that you you comparing two artists that are not even in the same, yeah, the same category. Mm-hmm. She's not R and B. So how's you gonna put Badu? Now if you just say Erica Badu, Alicia Keys, you know what I'm saying? You have more of a. We got more of a valid argument. But Beyonce, putting Beyonce in R and B, that that no. no. Yeah, but I think no. It's like putting Michael Jackson against uh, let's see, putting Michael Jackson against Luther Vandross. No, no. but you know. Cause it's popular, you know. Mm-hmm. They're gonna say it's gonna win. Who's a better artist? You know that. They are gonna say Mike is. Of course, but what I'm saying is, as far as like, you know, R&B, to Mike was mostly pop, mm-hmm. even though Mike had mm-hmm. Mike. But you get what I'm saying? The, the comparison, and See, that's why I don't get. They they try to put her in R&B. She's not R&B. I just I, I just think that people don't really understand the, the the impact that people really really has with other people and. I just think, like, with, we was talking about responsibilities, like, JR, like, it's all kind of games. Like, 
Mm-hmm. I can see Jr. post something, and I'm like, he ain't. He's just posting. I don't yeah. take it to heart. Right, right, right. Somebody, right, right. somebody else probably will. Yeah. Because of that. Mm-hmm. But it's the same thing. But with something like that, is because we're talking about music. Mm-hmm. Like, don't do that because you're giving somebody something that, even if they had a. A, a key knowledge of it, mm-hmm. they can still get caught in the rapture of what you're doing. Right. Don't do that. Don't compare yeah. them. Right. So when he, I'm like, dude, and I, I remember, I remember right, like, dude, you tripping, you tripping. Yeah. But right. so that's what it is. But dude, it's all love, bro. Don't yeah, yeah, it. yeah. It's all love. My guy. Man, but um, yeah. So hold on one second. Let me. All right. All right, y'all. So, um, I got a couple uh, questions for y'all. Um, well, not y'all. I should say, I will say my homie. Um, Kobe Bryant, Gail King, <laughs> Oprah, Harvey Wine, Ween, Wine, Dickhead, Harvey Dickhead. That's what I'm saying. Um, I personally feel like I don't know if you guys have been online. Uh, I personally feel like Gail King was out of line of her bringing up uh, Kobe's uh, past. In a sense, I know it's it, journalism. You, you do have to ask objective questions. I get that. But you don't ask objective questions to someone who who's is very biased, which is a friend. Lisa Leslie was Kobe's friend, so in that form, publicly like that. So I feel like that um, Gail was wrong in that sense. So she got a lot of backlash and whatnot. But I want to ask you, Eric. I want to see how you feel about that, and uh, we can kind of go off of some of the reactions that's been responded to our fellow colleagues, our fellow friends and family. But for me, I feel like she was out of line. She shouldn't have said what she said and how she said it because it sounded like she was trying to press Lisa into saying something wrong. Like when she said, hey, you're you're his friend. You wouldn't have seen him like that. Like, well, and he wasn't convicted. You know, it was just it was a lot of stuff she kept saying. It just sounded like she was pressing. And it just seemed like if you're really interested in somebody's legacy, you shouldn't have said that at that time in the sense of it was just not – it just wasn't cool. It wasn't right of her. It, it's just taken away from this man hasn't even been buried yet. So for someone not to be buried yet, and you already saying how a legacy should be viewed, he's he, technically he doesn't even have a legacy yet. He's been died, he's been dead for not two weeks, and you're like let him die a year before you bring it up. Let him be dead a, a month and a half before you said you said this within two weeks, which I personally feel like is jacked up. So I guess I just want to get your your viewpoint of it. I mean, how do you feel? Trash. <laughs> Trash. And I'm going to tell you why I say trash. Uh, the one thing I hate is that this happened over 15 years ago. Like in 03, it's 2020. Plus, the case was thrown out. All right? He never went to trial. I heard tell it because the lady didn't. Um, she didn't testify. I won't tell you why. Testify. Do you know why she didn't testify? I know why, but I'm. Let's put it out there. She didn't testify because they said she was. They, first, they said she was. Uh, she was a hoe, man. She was a hoe. Let's just put it out there. They said she, she had was multiple a hoe. semens in her. Multiple, semens, multiple semens, semens in her underwear. In her underwear. And they said she was a pathological liar. All right, all right. So just because somebody reported, I'll make it true. Just because somebody don't report it, don't mean it didn't happen. But I will say, on the sense of, to your point. Um, why haven't we heard about the other people? I mean, so Kobe was the only person that personally I believe that raped this woman at that time. I mean, if she had that many different semens, that many different people was intimate with her or 
Yeah. So she was consistent. So she was consensual with the other four yeah, or five but people. Kobe but Kobe raped. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That, nah, granted, that's just my opinion about the whole thing. But what I'm saying is, is that when the co- when the case when the case got thrown out, mm-hmm. I think, in my opinion, even though I know social media people don't get, I, in me, it ends there. You know, every time this man does something successful, don't bring it up. You know what I'm saying? When this man died, this man, this man died. Not only did he pass, but with his daughter and three other different families. Come on. Come on now. Like, you ain't that's, even respectful at all. That's not respectful at all. at all. And the only thing you want to talk about is this man on a non-guilty trial. A thing that, that got thrown out. He didn't even go to trial. He didn't, he didn't get convicted of anything of that nature. The thing that I'm worried about and it's scary to me is it shows you no matter what you do, no matter what you accomplish, no matter what you, mm-hmm. they're always going to focus on a negative that Absolutely. everyone's attaching your name. And again, I, and I want to say this, though. I, w- I want to say this. I in no way, shape, or form condone any type of, you know, you know, sexual behavior, you know, sexual None. abuse or anything, but None. It's, it's one of those things of, and this is my opinion, I can't even say, I, I, this is my opinion, it's like, if somebody does something, I mean, and if they make atonement for their mistakes, that's between you, the other person, and God, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever comes out of that, like, I can, me and my wife right now, I can get in the fist, the cuffs, mm-hmm. fist, the cuffs, just, like, you know what I mean, God, beat up women, da 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 Believe what you're going to believe, but at the same time, if she take me back, I take her back. If she beat me, right. and we talk and we come do it, I don't I don't know why you care more about the situation than the people that it happened to. Absolutely. So it doesn't sound right to me that people have something to say. Like, Gail King, she, I just say she was wrong. Like, cause, and it's something that I, I hate to say. Like, it's her and Oprah. They, they do that with black men. The and thing, it's something like, and the, I don't understand why. Like, yeah. do they not like black men? Yeah, I the don't, thing. The thing that got me about the Gail King is that, like you said, okay, I can understand that you're a journalist. You want it. It's it's the pressing part that bothered me. Mm-hmm. It was the first you ask her a question about it. She gives her answer and then she comes back to you. That's your friend. You can have this. Then why the hell did you ask me that question? If you think you know what I'm gonna say, you know what I'm saying. Kudos to Lisa Leslie. Yeah, kudos. For she 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 for, she bodied that interview. She, she bodied, bodied the interview. She did. She she did. She. She but, did it, and, and it was it was classy. It was. It was but Gail also got to understand the wound is still fresh. fresh. All right, now now if you some type of journalist or whatever like that, you got to understand the wound was still fresh. So a lot of so we are going to react in a certain a certain way, mm-hmm. a certain nature, mm-hmm. especially you know considering what happened. So we're gonna automatically have feelings about this right. and be in anger or whatever, especially when you. No, it's it's Kobe. Like it's Kobe. You, like I don't. People don't. And, and this is my favorite rapper of all time, Nas. We we go. We gonna have a, that conversation a little while. But, okay. But Nas is, and I don't. And it kills me, like that. People forget how much Kobe was hated, like at a certain time. Like mm-hmm. Kobe was hated so bad from like. After he told on Shaq, Shaq yeah. left, and at least until at least oh six oh seven. That's when Monk Cat started. Longer. You you think? I say until he got his first he got his first chip without Shaq. 
That was like oh seven or something though. Oh, no, that's like oh that's oh nine. Okay, oh nine. Okay, so so I think that's when probably winning solves all. Right. It's probably when he won. Because because when he wasn't winning championships and he was getting out at the first round, you saw a different side of Kobe. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And like you said, winning cures winning cures all. When you're not winning and you're doing these things, it's it's shown in a bigger light. You know what I'm saying? Than when you're winning. When you win the ships and all this, then oh, oh, that's a problem. That's, see, see, and, and, see. I'm gonna and, tell you like this. Let me get you. Let me get you this one. At that time, he was being a whiny bitch. You know what I'm saying? He was being a whore ass nigga. You know he wasn't being a teammate. But after he won them championships, Mamba mentality. He should have dropped the mic after that. <laughs> he should have dropped the mic after that. That was a mic drop. But um, he, I, I just say, like, I just think about, like, the hate. And it, Kobe, not Kobe, but Nas had a song on his uh, Streets Disciple album called Coon Picnic. Ooh. I don't know if you ever heard it. But Coon Picnic was dissing Kobe, was dissing Cuba Gooden Jr., was dissing, um, Obey, the Kobey, the Tobey. They called him to- He Kobe went in. Not Kobe went in. Uh, Nas went in, and it was like me personally. I didn't like Kobe at the time, so I mean, I get that, but it's just funny me hearing that. And like, I know some people be like, "But you like, like Nas? He probably like, dude. I'm, I'm sorry about your loss." Or they're like, you know, yeah. you can't say that because you made a song about him. Like, dude, he made a song about Jay Z, but they dapping each other up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's just like, but I just say how much Kobe was hated. That's my point was you know for what? him to come back around. You know, like it, it depends on. Where your heart, you know, everybody doesn't think the same way at certain times. Mm-hmm. And it depends on where you was at at the time when you, when you said that. And, you know, I'm sure him and Kobe probably had a conversation mm-hmm. or whatever, straighten that out. He only had, you only had this one thing to go about. Now, at the same sense, let's put somebody like Jason Whitlock on the stand on something like oh, this. Oh, man, Jason Whitlock is the worst, man. He's you the see, worst, man. I can't stand. Listen, did you man, see he, what he said? I don't need to see what he said. I know what he said, but I'm just saying he the worst. He the worst ever, bro. Like he's the worst. Like he's, excuse me. He's a black person. If he's there, I don't want to be there. Yeah. But the thing, the thing why I bring up him, God, I love Steve. But anyway, the thing why I oh, bring up when I bring up him Story is, is because when you talk, when you talk about Coon Picnic, and then you bring up like somebody like Jay, where you can like you see this in the track with Nas or whatever. And you know, you see him give his condolences. Somebody like Jason would like, and you can go look it up or whatever. He made a career off of bashing and killing and bashing the crap black, out of Kobe and black men. Career. In he told LeBron he's too excited for his son. Yeah. But he told LeBron, no matter what, dude, mm-hmm. this dude go to every basketball game he can go, but he should not be like mm-hmm. your your son is a ninth grade catching alley oops, and you telling me I I'll be hitting flips. And but to a your clean point, one too. That was to, a clean. He caught that mark from right here. But to your point, like it's it's a thing, and I just think about like certain people, and I and I use his personality, Jason Whitlock, like, as indicative of society. He's just mm-hmm. some, like if if I say when you watch TV, it looks like somebody on TV. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like even though he doesn't like somebody thinks like Whitlock. Somebody mm-hmm. acts like Whitlock. Yeah. Somebody looks like Whitlock. Mm-hmm. Maybe they don't do it all coincide, mm-hmm. but they doing it where they on TV to represent mm-hmm. somebody. 
all three of us on this, four of us on the panel at the time probably don't agree with him, but it's probably a million people that's watching or listening mm-hmm. agree with him. Right. That's why he has a platform. Right. So no matter how ignorant, no matter how dumb or whatever it mm-hmm. is, it's that's what I think. I think it's about that that cool picnic when that came out. Yeah. And how I'm pretty sure Nas at, at a certain time was like, you know what, that probably was a little, I probably shouldn't have had that like right. that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But Kobe was probably being on some puck stuff at the time he was. where he wrote it. He was. So, but, <laughs> he was. <laughs> but it was like, dang, man, like, I ain't mean that about him. Like, you know, yeah. he still lost the King type of deal. Where Whitlock, don't, he never came. I don't feel like yeah. he would ever come to that and say. Oh, no, no. No, that's the part where I was going to get at. He did. When he died. Oh, he was fake crying or something like that? Yeah, yeah he was crying yeah, on, yeah, he was on fake the show. Crying. Yeah, I thought I was half. I and, thought. and all I could think about when I saw him crying about the Kobe thing was when he, when he said, Kobe was, and this is a quote, one of the most fraudulent superstars ever. Ever. <laughs> Bro, I tripped again. <laughs> I mean, he, he lambasted and body slammed Kobe. Then, the See? night, the night, the day after he scored 60, bashed him. Bashed him. You could go on, I'm telling you, you go on here and you can watch him. I mean, the the words that he used and everything, it will, it will piss you off. Like, and my, and my thing is, people like this, and, and this is to my point, you have to take the power away from people. Everybody can have an opinion. That's your opinion. Yep. But my thing is like, okay. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, even our opinion right now, somebody going to hear like, man, I, I love Jason Winlock. Okay. 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 <laughs> Bro, but it's like, but that, that's, it's just like, one, it's, it just is sad to be in a position like where some people take things as absolutes and we always have to be like, he's right, she's wrong, she's wrong, she's right. I'm like, no, nah, man, that's, that's their opinion. But it's, it's just, it's, it's just destructive because I don't yeah. think it's no context behind yeah. the, the, the criticisms. Like, because if you say, Colin, this is not good that you did. Mm-hmm. You can't just tell me that. Like, I like if you tell me that, I need to know why you say that. Right. Like, I'm going, like, if mm-hmm. I get on the status and I post something like right. Like, even, uh, we're going to talk about the hike. I don't know if the hike stuff in a minute. We, yeah. we went back and forth off camera about some stuff. But it's like, if you tell me something you disagree with, tell me why you disagree with me. Yeah. Just don't sound wrong and just say whatever. Right. You're going right. to throw out jokes and disrespect right. me. Mm-hmm. Say why. That When you throw out me, when you throw out jokes and shit like that, that means your point. You don't have a point anymore. To me, if we can't go back and forth, if I can tell you my reason, you come back to your reason, and you start making fun, you start making a joke about it, start making mm-hmm. fun, that means mm-hmm. you done ran out of reason to me. Right. But to go back, this is going to be my stay woke mm-hmm. black moment right mm-hmm. here. I don't have too many of these. The thing about, the thing that pisses, the thing that pisses me off about, about the Kobe thing is that, you know, they won't let, uh, they always got to bring up a black person's past. You know, whether they, whether they live in the dead. When they have successes, they bring up the past. When this happens, they bring up the past. Or whatever. But yet, when somebody like Harvey Weinstein, a pussy-grabbing president, is in the office, oh, we got to let that, you got to let that go. You know what I'm saying? You know, we was enslaved. 400-plus years. Oh, y'all got to let slavery go. But you can't let go. You can't let go of the fact that Michael Vick, yes, Michael Vick uh, did dogfight. They had a dogfighting ring. He did his, he got convicted, he did his time. All right? So you can't let that go? 
Well, then fuck it. I won't let go of slavery. 